Welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Welcome to the show. Now, I had a podcast guest scheduled for today at this time, and unfortunately, we had a scheduling problem, and he had to uh, reschedule for next week. So I'm looking forward to catching up with the Andy Miller. He's a sales expert. He has worked with some of the biggest names in the selling industry. So if you are in business development and sales, you do not want to miss that episode. But for today, I heard something interesting in the news this morning, and it was a debate on whether or not we should spank children. And before you get judgmental of me, I am... Well, I'm beyond that age. My, my youngest is 17, and he's bigger than me, so spanking is no longer an issue in my family. Um, but let's talk about that. Let's, let's talk about that. Here's what I heard this morning. It was a debate between two people about whether or not this generation, the millennials, the Gen Xers, are better off with the parenting style that doesn't normally endorse spanking children and I've got to tell you I grew up in East Texas and the Piney Woods of East Texas to be example or to be (laughs) more exact and uh, we were spanked and by the way my dad would use a belt and he could make his belt sound like a machine gun coming out of those belt loops and my mom typically used whatever was in reach but if she was being deliberate about it it was a switch I mean folks we have well, we have peach trees around their home. They're no longer around. My brother lives in the home. But those peach trees were never planted to bear fruit. They were meant to be switches. They were the arsenal for my mother. And by the way, if you talk about child abuse, this is, this is not hyperbole. This is not exaggeration. But if she didn't leave a mark, she wasn't doing it well in her own mind. She was going to leave a mark when she wrapped that peach tree limb around your bare legs with that switch. So here's the topic for today. Is spanking a child ever okay? And I know, I know views vary sharply. And there's very little common ground. But I wanted to share with you some thoughts and kind of get, well, give, give you some input and possibly give you some Uh, ways to contact me and let me know your thoughts so should we spank our children and of course you have a lot of experts that say no and then you've got a lot of old school parents that say yes and most people at least in public say that spanking as a form of discipline is violent and you know you shouldn't teach children how to be violent in situations and, and most people define spanking as any physical contact that involves striking a child for the purpose of stopping a behavior or action or getting their attention. And I guess the question is, does not doing that help the child? Does sparing the rod spoil the child? And most child psychologists, pediatricians, so-called parenting experts, educators in the middle class all oppose spanking. But I wonder, I wonder if they oppose spanking in public and still sneak those swats to the hiney in from time to time in private. I'm just wondering. And, you know, 
proponents of spanking, you know, say that that is the preferred way to discipline a child. And that, you know, if you, if you don't spank your children, you're not getting their attention and you teach them to be combative and argumentative uh, early in life. So I'm curious, what do you think? Do you think that spanking is appropriate? And if you think about who uses spanking as a form of child discipline today, it, it's hard to know the exact proportion because I don't think people want to admit it. I think more people do than like to admit. And you, you think about the school of parenting that I was raised with. If, if I even hinted at being disrespectful to my mother in front of my father, I would expect some sort of immediate physical reaction. And we never, we never said hateful things to my mother as children because we knew that that was going to be a significant, significant repercussion. And the funniest, the funniest thing I remember is, you know, if my mother was getting on to us kids, there were three of us, and we had opened up so many bags of chips, and she kept finding an open bag of chips that had gone stale and an open bag of chips. And she decided that for every bag of chips she found hidden in the cupboard, we were going to get a, a swat with the switch. And I went first and tried to do the run around the parent thing. And my, my brother started laughing, and uh, he got extra because he not only laughed at me, but he had to endure his, his switches as well. So caregivers from older generations who were spanked as children believe that they turned out absolutely fine. And, and grandparents and even older parents whose parents spanked them, well, they indicate that they remember the experience and as a result effectively learn not to repeat the same behavior. And harried parents, people in their hurry, you know, often if they have multiple young children who spank and they, re you know, they might refer to it as a smack or a slap rather than spanking. And these parents indicate that they only correct their children the way it involves just very little danger to the child or themselves. And, you know, even thinking back, I don't remember any of my, my corporal punishment when I was a kid being anything that I would even look back and think of as abusive. Um, funny story, uh, we, we were spanked in school as well, and my mother was one of those hard disciplinarians that said, hey, if you spank them at school, let me know and I'll get them again when they come home. There was no pitting the teacher against the parent. The parents had the teacher's back no matter what, and the default was to the teacher, not the student. And I remember this was, this was early high school before I was driving, and there were a lot of us boys, athletes, going to football practice, and you had to drive about half a mile from the high school to the football field, and many of us piled in the back of trucks, yes, pickup trucks. And we were almost to the field house where we would go in and change for football practice, and there were some other boys in the back that were thumping another smaller guy on the ear and he got angry. And as we all jumped out of the truck, the, the little guy wanted to, to fight with the bigger guys for picking on him on the way to practice. And it just so happened that our football coach pulled up at about the same time and said, what are you guys doing? And 
course, everybody tried to deny anything. And the coach said, I tell you what, all of you boys that were in the back of that truck, go into the field house, put your shorts on, and line up in my office. And people, we wore those little thin polyester shorts uh, with, um, well, just an athletic supporter under it. So there was no padding on your rear end. And, again, I think my coach was having a really bad day because he said, uh, you guys are getting three licks. And I wasn't in first. I was, like, in the middle of the pile. There was, like, five of us. And he's giving three licks, and he's, he's angry. He's bringing the heat, people. It's, it's not going to be pleasant. And it gets to my turn, and I'm scared. I, I mean, I, I know what this is going to feel like. And I said, Coach, wait a minute, wait a minute. I didn't do anything. And listen to what he said to me. And I'll never forget this. If I live to be 100 years old, I'll never forget this. He said, John, you should have been a leader and put a stop to it. You're getting the same three licks as everyone else. My jaw hit the floor. I thought, there's, I thought for sure I could talk my way out of this. It didn't happen. I remember after the first lick, I said, Coach, let me, let me rub it a little bit. He, I had to get some blood back into my rump before I got the last two licks. So I grew up in an environment that supported corporal punishment. And you may not believe this. This is 2020. But that same small school where I live in East Texas still has corporal punishment for young people. And I don't think we turned out too bad. I think we were taught to be very, well, very careful about how we talked to people who were older than us and that we were very respectful of people who were in positions of authority, be it a teacher, a principal, uh, anybody in society who was an authority. We were taught to be very respectful. Do you think we've lost a little of that with the disappearance of corporal punishment? And you know, many people, when they spank their children, they are doing it, in their mind anyway, for the child. And I don't know, especially young children, those that are very young, that it, that a, a little swat on the hiney gets their attention. And even though the psychologist may think this is a terrible thing, I'm, I'm just not so sure. And both my boys, they one more than the other, both of them were probably listening to this podcast, but you know, my second one didn't get a whole lot of corporal punishment because he didn't, well, he just, he, he didn't behave in a way that, that needed it. But I don't think that any of them have been permanently harmed by the swats on the hiney that they got growing up. And it was not until the last 10 to 20 years, depending on the school, that, well, corporal punishment was routine in the classroom. We had a, uh, we had a principal that I won't, I won't use his name on here, but he was notorious about roaming the hallways and if any child, this was in junior high, seventh and eighth grade, if any child was put into the hallway for disciplinary reasons, he was going to get them. And if we were in line for lunch and we weren't behaving, he would slam that wooden paddle against the locker, sometimes breaking the paddle in order to get our attention and make sure that we were acting right. And that man, that man is beloved by the kids that went through his junior high for two years. He passed away recently, but he could remember every child's name, it seems like, and talk to you and remember you uh, years after he retired and most of us had grown up and become adults. It's the craziest thing. 
everybody looks back at him with fondness. I mean, there's even discussions of building a memorial to this guy in our community to celebrate the impact he had on our lives. And he was dominant. He was a tyrant. Uh, I never forget, you know, the, the time that I was sitting in the library and we had morning devotion. Yes, we had a devotional every morning before school started. And I was in there talking to one of my friends and he saw me. And he called me out of that room, took me in the hall, and gave me two swift paddlings on the hind end. And I'll never forget it. But yet, I still remember him fondly. And he had some rules that may seem crazy by today's standards. But if you were, we had to bus to the junior high about 45 minutes. It was a town, it was a, it was a community outside of our little city. And if you were a boy and you got off the bus and your shirt wasn't tucked in, you got you got one lick on on the hind end if you didn't have books you got a you got you got a lick if you didn't have your shirt tucked in i mean all these little things that he insisted upon at his school yet the kids loved him for his discipline so here's my question do kids people in general who are disciplined for the right reasons form a positive bond with those administering the corporal punishment? Do they learn to love them because they respect them? Do they learn to love them because they know that person has their interest at heart? Well, now probably most schools have completely banned corporal punishment and even have a strong stance against it in their informational handbooks. But some educators still lament that not being able to dispense immediate punishment means kids escape any disciplinary action at all. Or they have it when they make it so lame like missing recess that the kids laugh about it later. I want to know if you think that's having an impact on our next generation. And whether you oppose any type of spanking, support it in limited cases, or like many parents today, publicly decry that it is private and it should not be something that is done outside of the home. It is controversial nonetheless. And it's probably going to end for generations to come. I think the art of spanking the child is going to be something that, well, doesn't endure many more generations. And if you have a strong opinion about spanking or any type of, uh, under any circumstance, I want to understand what your thoughts are. Uh, I don't have grandkids yet, and I'm not saying that I would spank my grandkids, but I think that I would want to get their attention if something was going to hurt them or if something was going to cause them to be permanently damaged. Um, I'm just curious. You know, this podcast is about going big. It's about talking about things that other people are afraid to talk about. Uh, I'm, I'm really... Well, I'm really concerned about the, well, sometimes the lack of respect that some young people have when it comes to any authority. And if this is a byproduct of those days gone by when people used to spank their children, I'm, I'm thinking it's hard to believe that there's not a connection to that. We were, we were, we were afraid of being in trouble when we were kids, not just because of the spanking, but because discipline was 
seem to be much more common than uncommon. And it didn't matter whether it was a spanking or a lecture or a, well, in some cases, just a, a quick swat with a swipper, with a slipper when my mom was angry at us. We had a strong sense of respect for anyone that was in authority. And it, it concerns me that we may be losing that. And I get the psychology. I totally get the psychology. The psychology says that if you, if you spank a child, if you use uh, discipline that is uh, violent to punish a child, that you teach that child to be violent. But I just can't see that in any of the people in my inner circle, the people that I grew up with. Now, I would think if it was abusive or if it was excessive that it might become that. And I guess the question society has to answer, is there a fine line between corporal punishment, spanking, and abuse? And is the blurring of that line really the problem? And by the way, I support you 100% if you don't believe in spanking. I'm not judging you whatsoever. I'm just giving you anecdotal evidence of what I experienced and many, many that were in my generation. I'm I'm a Generation Xer, born between 1964 and 1980, and I would guess that probably 75% of the, the kids I grew up with uh, experienced corporal punishment at some point in their lives, be it from parents or from schools or from whomever in their lives. And I want to I want to end I want to end with a story that uh, that some people may find funny and some people may find it offensive, but I'm going to tell the story anyway. I had a a young friend. I was probably eight years old, and we were we I was spending the night at his house, and and we were told by his parents the night before this was a Saturday night, not to get lost in the morning. That we were going to go haul some firewood. And by the way, guests got to work along with the 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 people that lived at home. If you spent the night, you were going to go to work with them too. So. We said, okay, okay, we'll, 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 we'll be around to, to help you haul the firewood. Well, my buddy David and I had went on a walk in the woods and actually got lost in the woods. We couldn't find our way back. We were in a pretty, pretty uh, remote, swampy area that, close to where David lived and got lost. And we finally found a way back, and we were back probably two hours later than we were supposed to be. And David got a spanking, and guess what? John got a spanking too. And nobody was upset about that. My parents were not upset about it. I don't even think I told my parents about it. Uh, but if, the, if they said something to my parents, my parents never said something to me about it. So this is a controversial subject. And I told you that this podcast is about going big. And I know we have listeners around the world who have different culture, who come from different upbringing. Uh, but I wanted to share with you something that is, well, it's probably going out of style in the South, in East Texas, with parents changing the way they discipline, the way they raise their children. Uh, But I still can't, I can't help having this thought in my mind that some of the behavior we see from young people just might be connected to the lack of discipline that some people see growing up. Love to hear your thoughts. I know this is a different topic, uh, but it's a, I think it's an interesting topic, and I think you'll enjoy uh, listening to this podcast, whether you agree with me or not. Um, 
remember we're talking about going big. I want to go big with understanding this next generation. I want to go big with understanding society. And I also want to give you something that is interesting to listen to, be it when you're driving or if you're on a treadmill at the gym or if you're just sitting around looking for an interesting podcast to listen to. Remember, this podcast is called Crazy Enough to Win. Until next time.